We're off. We're back. We're backing off. We're backing off. We're backing off of nothing this We're like a dog with a bone. Mm Mm-hmm. We'll not let it go until the truth is served to the listeners of FOH. Yes. And you're welcome. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And you're welcome. And we're sorry we were gone for so long, and it feels great to be back. So true. I'll never leave you again. Except when Lillian's in finals or something. Yeah, some whatever happens in school. <laughs> Except if we just... I don't know how it works. Yeah. yeah. Um, but hello again, everyone, and welcome to FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And as you know by now, you're listening to a podcast. <laughs> yeah, you really are. <laughs> Um, and it's about the service industry and, and also us and also slice of life stuff. Yeah. It's about, you know, two girls making their way (laughs) from no way, from no way. Um, but the highway, it's two scrappy (laughs) girls and one podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, my God, it does feel good to be back though. You know, I missed, I missed it. Yeah, well, you can, you can't keep a good Lillian down. <laughs> it's also just, it doesn't it feel like it was like f- four months long, our the break? break? Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, no? no, but you went through like a lot of change, like you went through a lot of change. So I think yeah. that like extends the time where like I was pretty much, I'm pretty much in the same you were chilling. Circumstance, yeah, that I've been. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it does feel like a day feels like a year. You know, nothing's <clears throat> makes any sense. So yeah, yeah, that checks out. That checks out. Yeah. Um, so how are you doing in in your new in your new abode in your new role? Mm, how are you doing? Yes, I I live in a small town in uh, the state of Oregon now, as many of you know. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's like, a, as I, I mentioned to our producer, Anya, you know, I was like, it's a burrito and weed town. Yeah. You know, yes. to, to put it, and that's not all it is, obviously. It has a lot of other things happening. But that's kind of to sum it up, um, you know, it's like a hippie, hippie college town. So um, it's, uh, you know, the, the uh, my haters, my haters will be glad to know that I have been humbled so I'm not um good or smart um so don't worry about it um no I'm just as I was telling Kelly earlier I'm just rough around the edges compared to professional students who have been I don't know saying nerd shit to their professors for years, whereas I have been saying cool stuff to you guys for years. That so. is that is true. No, that is actually <laughs> true. We will never talk to you guys about the dialectic, and that is a promise. It really is, because I don't even know what that fucking means, okay? <laughs> and I had to talk about it yesterday in class, so literally. So anyways, um, yeah, I mean, it's just like, you can take the girl out of the bar, you know, mm-hmm. but you can't make her pass it. Ah, that's that's a joke if I were in law school. Yeah, um, <laughs> and it would be funny. 
And that would be a good joke if I were to be in law I'd school. I'd be ROTFL. But, um, but I am not. So um, anyways, but that all said, it's a, a lot of change. Anxiety's through the roof. Um, but that's to be expected. I'm just looking forward to like, I don't know. I don't know when in my future my anxiety will not be at absolute peak. Because it's been an absolute peak for like a good six months. Yeah. I think soon. I think once you're in your midterms, I think you'll be, you'll be <laughs> leveling. I'll, up. I'll be, I'll be feeling better. Yeah, I don't know. Once you get, um, you, once you do the midterms, and you're like, oh yeah, I know what I'm doing. I'm stable. Everything's smoothing. Yeah. You Maybe know. that's what I predict for you. How are you doing, Kelly? I'm good. You know, I'm I'm in the same as I said, same circumstances as 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 I've been. Um, mm. I'm at the bar, I'm going on my walks, you know, pretty mm-hmm. much, pretty much doing a lot of the same mm-hmm. stuff, a lot mm-hmm. of the same mm-hmm. stuff. I am trying to, um, like introduce some new elements of study okay. because everyone I know is okay. in school. <laughs> so I was like. Uh-huh. Maybe I'll learn to read tarot. Maybe I'll, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know. So I'm trying to introduce some new new study habits. Um, so far, it's been mm-hmm. n- not consistent. Sure, sure, yeah. But you know, um, how about this? Um, I have a suggestion for you. What about? How about kind of jumping into an ethnomusicology <laughs> class and sort of doing all of the work that would be required for one to be in that class? That sounds yeah, kind of cool to me. That's actually, um, I think that's like yeah. a really good plan. <laughs> I think you would like it. I think you just would like it. Just reading 100 pages I, a night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, um, yeah. I've heard it's hard, but it can't be really that hard. I mean, it's, it's, it's just, just music. music. It's just music, exactly. Is what I said when I signed up for that class. <laughs> um, and it is very hard. Um, anyways, I was like, so what? We'll be like listening to music in class. You're like, it's every like, culture has mm. drums. <laughs> <laughs> so how uh, hard can no. it be? literally how hard could it be? Well, turns out <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on at all. So, um, <laughs> that would really be a cool fun stuff. scam. If like somehow, I don't really know what the point of the scam would be, but if you like <laughs> enrolled in classes and then you had, I mean, I guess people pay other people to like write essays and stuff, but like if somehow you had like multiple, like you have three classes, you like, yeah. yeah. You get what I'm saying. You fake you fake an online school that it's just other people doing your homework for you. Yeah. But I just, I guess yeah. I don't really know what the point of that would be, but you could do it. <laughs> you could put in a lot of effort to teach people <laughs> stuff and then kind of have them do a bad job of an essay or something. And then Sounds you get cool. a master's. Tr- I'll try it out. Yeah. <laughs> try it out. Then I get a, a useless master's and I also <laughs> yeah. don't know anything. So yes. pretty cool deal for Perfect. me. Perfect. Um, <laughs> no, it's, I, I tell you, it's hard. Uh, you know, I, I knew it was going to be like, it's a big change, blah, blah, blah. But it really is a skill to be in school in a different way. Like I, 
I was good at school, but uh, it's just after being away from it and also like being able to say whatever I want all the time in the weirdest ways possible. And now I sort of have to be like, uh, well, what I perceived from last night's readings by author Jacobson or whatever the fuck. Which is what we should be doing on this podcast, but I refuse, so, you know. That's what what we should be doing? No, I mean, like, (laughs) I don't know. No, we shouldn't. What am I saying? I just mean, like, I'm just, I'm such a fuck. I literally am Rodney Dangerfield, as I joked before. I literally am, like, I don't know, professor. Um, It's it's tough. Bar folk, uh, if you want to go back, um, they're going to ask you to speak like an adult, which I don't like. Yeah. I think that's the, like you have, (laughs) and especially through this podcast, I think like you have such a critical mind and you know how to like take in a lot of information and then like interpret it and draw conclusions from it. But it's just the like challenge of a, it not being like self-directive learning, but also like, Mm -hmm the language that then you're supposed, you're expected to like. Yeah. Exactly. No, that's totally it. So yeah, it's, um, anyways, it's going to be fine. But, uh, everyone who is trying the same thing I am, uh, my prayers are with you because, or maybe you're not a fucking trucks, truck stop mouth like me and you're fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got that back of house mouth. I really do. <laughs> Front of house face, back of house mouth, baby. Ding, ding, um, ding. Oh, my God. At least, yeah. At least it's really easy to be cute out here. And that's no that's that's no shade to the people of, of Eugene, Oregon. But, um, you know, you wear a sweater and people are like, oh, my God. You look so cool. I'm like, it's okay. Thank you. Thank you. It's a sweater, but thank you so much. I know it looks like, I don't know, 10 times the effort that anybody else is putting in, but... Yeah, I think as long as you don't have any fleece on your body, you're, like, in... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're in the... <laughs> I guess. Or sweatpants, you know? Yeah. Anyways. Um, let's do a quick service story from the vault. And you should do yours. I'm sure you have a compilation to, to <laughs> talk to us about. Sure. At this sure. point. I can build a do you compilation. Wanna, do you want to do that? <laughs> do it right now and tell me in academic language. Um, do you want to do your service stories now and then we can do the... Well, I'll just do one because it really, like, <laughs> um, you know, I think, like, this summer, it was interesting because I feel like this summer, this spring and this summer, like, kind of when everyone was getting vaccinated and everyone was returning Mm -hmm. to restaurants, it was like, okay, like, do we know how to act? And there were all these like, and we were involved in creating these like explainers of like, how do you go to a bar? (laughs) Yeah. And, um, and that has like, that kind of cottage industry has, has completely died out. And, um, I would say people need it now more than ever. Um, (laughs) people Mm -hmm. are, acting like absolute fools and I don't mean like they're getting sloppy I mean like a half the time people are coming in and they're like so remind me what uh beer is again um my god which is uh painful but b like people are just like 
you know, the tips are going down. People are not being nice. Like, yeah, like it's really like, it's really back to the old, old grind old ways. Yeah, exactly. But so on Saturday, I was closing the bar. This three top comes in at, um, I don't know, like a little past one, I would say. And they came in and they were like, we want spicy margaritas, which is like, we have like those spicy like bitters, but we don't really do like, you know, we don't have, it's not a tequila bar. We don't have jalapeno infused tequila, whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. And then I like (laughs) the bartender, I was the closing server and there was a closing bartender and he was drunk. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, Hey man, I was like, if we don't have those, I was like, can you look for those, the hellfire bitters? But I was like, if we don't have them, it's fine. And he was like, yeah. And he like truly spent so long looking for them. I was like, please pick it up. (laughs) And then he was just like, we don't have it. And I was like, that's fine. And then they had ordered the margaritas with salt. He made them without salt. I didn't like notice. And so I like dropped their drinks off. I was like, sorry. I was like, we looked for the spicy, like the stuff we would use to make the spicy, but we couldn't find it. So these are just regular margaritas. They're like, okay. Then it's literally like, end of the night so I'm doing like restocking stuff so I was like down in the basement and then I like came up and the bartender was like that's uh was that table okay because that guy just told me to fuck off and walked out and I was like truly I was like are you being serious right now like I was like what are you talking about because it was such a normal interaction up to that point um the man of this three it was two women and a man and the man came up to the bartender I guess on account of the margaritas not being spicy and was like, we don't want these shitty drinks. Fuck off. <gasps> and just walked out. <laughs> Which is so funny. Like, sir, uh, I don't think you need a spicy margarita. You're spicy enough. Okay. Okay. Here's crazy. a little tip for you. And oh my God. Which is also so funny because... Like, I was like, that's fine. Like, you're going to go to, like, whatever the next bar and be like, can I have a spicy margarita? And they're also going to be like, uh, kind like, kind of, we can kind of do that. Because, like, that's just not in vogue right now. It's also like, like yeah, it's not the summer. You're not at a chain fucking Mexican restaurant. And there was definitely a moment in time when, like, all, like, in, I don't know, like, 2015, mm. when, like, all bars had a jalapeno infused tequila. Yeah. But like, that's not really like the vibe anymore. And like, that is your expectation of life is like, uh, you're going to be disappointed a lot. It's also, uh, it's 1am. And there's one aspect of the recipe that isn't what you want, but the rest of it's, um, just pretty much the same. And, you're having a cocktail at a nice bar. Like, fuck off for that? Fuck off. That warrants a fuck off? So funny. Wow. I know. I I wish I had seen it. I wish I hadn't been doing my stupid side work, which I never do. See, that is the, that's the lesson. Don't do your side work. You're going to miss out on all the good stuff. side work. Um, wow, that is really fucking crazy. I wouldn't expect that in this, in this timeline. I know. I know. But Hmm. people are just, 
people are just like, well, I've put in enough time and read enough pieces about how service workers are angels <laughs> and heroes. And mm-hmm. I don't care anymore. I'm done. I'm done with that. Yeah. I wonder if it's like, if there's like a frustration of like, um, I don't know, maybe this is going too deep and that guy's just an asshole. But I wonder if it's like our world got so insane and changed in all these different ways. And now we're out on the other side and like nothing's that different. There's something yeah. that's like throwing people off. It's like, okay, it's different, but it's not. And like, how do you feel about that? And like, uh, what's supposed, to, we went through this big change, but now I'm just, I, or I have been doing my same job this whole time. I don't know. It's like, no, I think that is, I think that's a really real thing is like, so much has changed, but, like, in a lot of ways, it hasn't. And especially if you are, like, someone who's, like, yeah, I'm just, like, keeping my same job. And I think, like, a lot of the work from home people are going back to the office. Yeah. And I'm sure that's very frustrating and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so I think, yeah, this, like, kind of, like, uneven development of mm-hmm. the world and of our emotional lives and of grief and blah, blah, blah. I definitely think it's causing people to act a fool. Damn. Well, I yeah. mean, I guess it's comforting that they're back to their back to their yeah. uh, their standard, but still, that's not um, that's not fun or nice. I have I, I feel so even more removed because I don't um, do anything anymore, and I don't I can't afford to like really you go know, out go on to a restaurant. Yeah, and there's yeah. nowhere that I've found yet. I haven't really explored the the culinary scene here, but, um, (laughs) so yeah, I feel so, I have no idea what's going on. And that's why, uh, the liberal ivory tower academic bubble is bad. Okay. Cause now all I'm thinking about is fucking whatever chapter I have to read. I'm not thinking about who's being a dick and in what way at a restaurant, which is what I want to be thinking about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anyways, well, that sounds fucked up. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Would you prefer people be uh, overly cautious and insanely nice and have it be weird in that way? Tough to say. Tough to say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, there's no pleasing me, and that's not <laughs> that's not on the guests. Let's be honest. Anything that well, happens, right. I'm like, Jesus, what do you want from me? <laughs> I know what I'm saying. I'm like, oh, I would be complaining no matter what. Yeah, I, I would still am. But, uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, this woman was like, oh, I just moved to the neighborhood, and I really like this bar. And she was, like, talking to me, and she was talking to me about spirits. And she was like, do you, like, enjoy, like, making cocktail recipes? I was, like, <laughs> bartending this night. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me no i don't enjoy making <laughs> fucking cocktail recipes like i was like oh yeah it's my passion and then i was like <laughs> yes she is being nice <laughs> she's but, being nice um, to me a mean lady well that's that's her first mistake <laughs> yeah. um you should read my eyes one. and go yeah uh uh-uh. don't try with that it's game. also at this point, are people still coming up with new cocktails? It seems like no. Good it seems like God, I hope anymore. not. It's like we're over that part. It's nobody's doing that. We're not. Yeah, no. Um, you fucking idiot is what you I said. You fucking. To her. F- they've invented everything they need to invent cocktail wise. 
yeah, we're good. We're, we're good. good. Um, damn. All right. Well, let me take a take a moment to honor all of the fallen soldiers. Just kidding. To um, <laughs> read the service story, which I did have up and made me laugh, and then I um, exited out of it. So just kind of some stalling time right now. Okay, Kelly. fab. Um, let's see. Like, what else are people up to? I I've had um, like. I think I said on this podcast, like I was like surprisingly dogs and service dogs like that. I was like, that fell out. Mm-hmm. Right. Guess what? I had my first in this past month, I had my first someone physically brought a dog into the physical bar. And I said, you no. may not have that dog in here. And they said, yes, he's a service dog. And I said, fucking I don't fine, care. Whatever. And then two people that I've talked to, one who worked in the who's who works in the bar with me and one who works in a different like restaurant bar situation, they were both like, Well, yeah, I mean if someone says it's a service animal, like you can't check its papers. And I'm like, so sorry. We're living in the world. The conceit of the world that we live in right now is that I'm allowed to ask for someone's personal vaccination record, but I can't ask a dog who I am legally allowed to kick in the face if I want to. <laughs> I can't ask for their papers. That makes me the Gestapo all of a sudden. I don't think so. Two people said that, that to is... me. Well, you can't ask for their papers. I said, I ask for people's medical records. Also, let's not call them papers. Are people really <laughs> yeah. saying that? The, well, they both said papers. I don't know. I don't know if that's the okay. Term. Well, that's a little dramatic, I think, to call them. I papers. think it's a little okay. dramatic, but I'm like, I that just is... like, I, I truly can't believe like this is like where we're at in this is where we've like developed in our ter- in terms of like, it's just this world is so wrong. Like Tell literally, we're just it, it, it. It's about to turn. I'm about to turn into an anti-masker. Like the idea that I'm like, I can ask for someone's literal like your vaccination records give them to me to enter this bar but like the doggy i can't Mm-mm. makes me sick it is uh so twisted that is really crazy that's really crazy i know that's rough well we're gonna interview a dog mm, nope i'm not gonna <laughs> make that joke uh we're gonna interview a dog that's right that's the joke I was going to make. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, some new service story submissions by you. And by the way, um, we please send us our, your horror stories. Everyone said that it was not too soon to do those this, this year. So if you have anything from pre-COVID, from when you used to work in service and you don't anymore, or something that happened last week or whatever, the thing that makes you, it churns over in your mind before you go to sleep or something... Send yeah. it to us. Uh, the thing that Lincoln gives you chills. Ooh. Yeah, we're going to do some spooky episodes this month, and uh, that's usually the last one is, like, the Halloween episode is all of our horror stories that uh, freak everybody out. So uh, you can find that little uh, form to fill out in our Instagram biography. Bio. Um, but here's one that we got a little while ago. So uh, the service story is... Um, and this is from Dana from 2000. This happened in 2008. All right. Just to set the scene, everyone had a scarf on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, on Super Bowl Sunday, which was always slow at our restaurant, obviously, um, I get a call from my friend, in quotation marks, Eddie, at like 3.30, asking me if I can cover his shift at 4 p.m. Classic. Um, I'm the closer and would have been in at 5.30 p.m. He then tells me that he's having a Super Bowl party at his house tonight and totally forgot he was scheduled, and now he's fucked because he has, quote, hella people coming over. <laughs> That's 2008 for you. I totally, totally. Yeah. Um, not only was I not invited to said party, but I then had to reaffirm his bullshit story to our managers <laughs> that he got hit by a car on his bike going over the Williamsburg Bridge and sprained his ankle. All evening, people are coming up to me being like, oh my God, Dana, is Eddie okay? What happened? And I have to retell the same bullshit story and make $0 and open and close. And then she says, he ended up having to wear a brace on his ankle for a week to keep up appearances. That is so funny. Wow. Eddie is committed to the bit. I know. I'm actually really impressed. You know what? That wouldn't happen in 2021. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. No. No, definitely not because of stories. Yep. And they would be like, you know what? No. God, I keep wanting to make horrible fucking jokes that are going to be... But it's like the people with the service dogs. It's like the same thing. They would have been like, well, actually, I have a chronic illness and you can't even ask me to come in because I know my rights. And also, (laughs) I'm a Libra. I'm a Libra with a chronic illness, so I can't come into work. And you can't make me. And it's actually violating this Lillian has spent two weeks in academia and is now Tucker Carlson. (laughs) Yep, that's true. All this pronoun gender stuff. Hoop nanny. Uh, where is that? <laughs> um, yeah, as I, uh, oh my God. It's truly, uh, Eugene, Oregon is still a place where due to many factors, um, one can still sort of talk about sexism. Yes. You know? So, um, so that's sort of like the political scene I'm dealing with. Um, actually that's not true. Eugene has a very long and storied like anarchist history, but in, in the world that I'm in, it's very like, well, would he say that to you if you weren't a woman? It's like, I don't know. Um, probably, I don't know. Um, I'm just one of the boys, so I wouldn't know. (laughs) I wouldn't Um, know. I'm not like other (laughs) girls, so I actually wouldn't know. Oh boy. Anyways, okay. Um, shall we get into our shall our topic? we? Yes. <laughs> so we Which thought. I think... Yeah, please. No, no, no. I was just saying it, it. I feel like it kind of is a nice. It it ties in nicely with what we've already said. I kind of think so too. Like I was like, wow, so these would be good segues. Um, mm-hmm. As I was so speaking, I said, Kelly, you beautiful genius. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we thought a fun one to come back on would be the espresso martini, which is really having a moment and is is um, at that like kind of like wonderful pinnacle to me of like a trend piece that's like actually happening. Mm. Where like you know so often like especially the times will be like <laughs> what young people are doing and you're like absolutely <laughs> not never heard of it. What are you talking about? Or like, oh yeah, they were doing that three years ago. But um, espresso martinis are definitely having like a true and real moment. And also 
there is like a lot that can be written about them and said about them. And they're just like, it's, they're very evocative. It's very wonderful. I'm very, I very, I'm very happy we chose this. Yes. Well, I think it's almost to at this point where it's like, it's, um, it's been a thing like over the summer, it was a thing. Like it's, it was like very like, cool, cool downtown girl, ironic to have an espresso martini. And now uh, there's been a lot of trend pieces written about it. And then also like basic people who you would think would already be drinking espresso martinis. Yes. You know what I'm yes. saying? So like boring ass people are like, Okay, here goes my first espresso martini. I'm like, how are you not that bitch who's been ordering them for the last decade and annoying the fuck out of me? Do you know what I mean? True. It is funny that um, whatever, it's like, I think there's a lot of like, uh, there's the desire always to say that like, um, whatever girls order is derided because of misogyny. But mm. what actually happens is so often what is what women are told to consume is actually completely annoying to make. Like yeah. a mojito, for example. Yes. You know, it's like that is not something that bartenders are like, I hate making them because they hate women. It's because they're fucking annoying to make. And Kelly, I'd like to invite you to higher education. With, if that's your if that's your stance, um, uh, yes, agree. It's not more it's like not our fault. Higher education. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the joint sheet of staff. Sorry, my yeah, new cover band. Um, I had to. Anyways, yes, yeah. No, I mean. Um, uh, yes, it, I agree. It is very surprising, but related to that, I do have a quote from, did you watch Summer House in the Bravo Pantheon? Yes. Oh my fucking God. I, are you talking about the times, the times piece? Yes. Yes. Martini, yes. Which is so fucking funny. I don't know how I didn't read this. It's from June, June. of this year. I know. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, how did this like pass under the radar? For us, for Twitter, like for everyone. But yes, um, I personally love Summer House. It's one of the more deranged shows on Bravo. <laughs> um, and uh, Kyle Cook, who is a, a man on this show, says, we don't have the biggest audience, but I'd say we are one of the biggest influences in terms of alcohol trends. Speaking about the Summer House cast, absolutely deranged comment to make. So funny. So Beginning funny. in the summer of 2019, they said they and their fellow castmates ordered many an espresso martini upon sitting down to dine at a restaurant. And he also said, we were drinking rosé pretty heavily in 2016. And let's just say in 2017, we generated a lot of impressions for Whispering Angel Rosé. So good. I mean, Perfect hey, quote. Mar- market yourself, babe. Go for it. Pump up those. That clout, that is so fucking funny. What a what a fucking great person. This, I mean, perfect, amazing. Um, yes, I mean it's very. Here's the thing: if you're not, if you don't, not in the service industry, you may not know that one of the most, to me, anyways, and I think sort of, you know, historically, annoy bartenders 
is is the espresso martini to the point where it's like a fucking you know what reaction I'm gonna have if you put that in to the most likely I'm gonna say I can't fucking make that because yeah. I don't have garbage I don't have garbage behind the bar and I don't want to make a fucking cocktail with hot coffee because that is so fucking dumb. That's what gross. I would say to you. Because it's disgusting and it doesn't work. So that's what I would have said to you at any other time in history if you had said, this woman wants an espresso martini. And I've told people's faces, I'm like, okay, I can make you like a baby drink with hot liquid that's going to taste disgusting Is that if that's what you want. Go ahead. And also, by the way, it's $16. So enjoy that. Um... But now, yeah, people, I mean, bartenders, I guess, have just been like, how are we going to make money? This is what people, I don't know what had to align for this to really, I some think, kind of co covert PR thing. Well, there's always that. There's always that. But I think it's also like, it is like this perfect nexus in my mind of like, Luxury without cost, because like I think we're down on luxury. We had the Pete Wells sure. review of um, EMP. Oh, um, fuck, Adam, I have to read that it's good. Adam Platt in New York Magazine says uh, fine dining is over. We're we're down on luxury, so it's like luxury without luxury. It is mm. it is ironic. It is nostalgic. It is this sort of like perfect '90s moment. But also, I think it is one of those things that, like, everyone does make it a slightly different way because it is, like, does your bar have Kahlua? Probably not. Does your bar have an espresso maker? Probably not. So it's, like, your every bar and every bartender is kind of, like, scrabbling together, like, a, a, an amalgamation of an espresso martini. So it also is the nostalgia of having, like, the bartender's version of a drink and not, like... Mm this like cock you know it's not a negroni that's just one 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 it's like and i think it like hits all these points of like things that people are really craving and like really like this sort of like new dining out moment that we're in hmm. post-covid yeah i could see that i and mean they also, are also maybe people i think they're really tasty no they are I also think maybe people are sort of a new generation has discovered the speedball, which I think <laughs> yeah, there's always is something that. something to celebrate. Um, let me ask you this: What do you think about the? And before we get into other other more important issues about the espresso martini, personal opinion: garnish is is typically the the three coffee beans is the classic, right? Um, how do you feel about that? Um, I am more inclined to just say no garnish. Yeah. At, at my bar, weirdly, we do a spiked cherry, which I think is weird. Mmm. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, sometimes the cherry kind of, or the, you know, sometimes you say, oh, it has to have a garnish. So, and we have four garnishes, so it's got to right. be one of those. Yes, I mean, that's very much the vibe. It's like, it's going to be a twist, a lime wheel, or a cherry, and or an olive, theoretically. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and so, of those, it will be a cherry. Yeah, but I say no I garnish think, as well. I think no, no garnish, because also, like, you want it to have the creme line, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, I don't believe in um, I don't believe in garnishes that aren't serving a purpose or practical. I was taught that is 
not appropriate for a good cocktail. As in, you can't eat the beans. Are they providing an aroma? Are they, what are they adding to the cocktail? They're not edible. They're not giving any sort of, uh, you know, the oil. Not, none of it's, you know what I mean? I don't think they serve a purpose, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they do have sort of a, an aroma that enhances the experience, but I wouldn't know. Now, if I got a little um, chocolate-covered espresso bean, that's a, a tasty treat. The well, snack. now we're talking. There we go. <laughs> Throw that on top. I'm on board. I'm yeah, on yeah. board. I'm, lis- I'm listening. Um, so... A, I mean, whatever. We don't have to get into the history because, like, who cares, really? But there is a short history, which is that just some guy claimed he made it up in England. Which, yes. I mean, and there's the the story is that a model came in in the 80s and said, I want a drink that'll wake me up and then fuck me up. Which the Times refused, of course, to actually quote <laughs> yes. well, in, in their in their piece. And let me please find how they how they got around that because I fucking shivered. Um, it says, uh, <clears throat> "Oh, uh, a young model who's now famous walked into the bar and asked for a drink that will wake me up and then mess her up." And then in parentheses says. Though she was more deliciously crude. It's like, this is why people hate the New York. This is one of many reasons, but inching up to the top of my list is a sentence like deliciously crude. I can't, please, please don't do this to me. Please don't. Please don't. If you don't want to print fuck, just do F asterisk asterisk K. We know we need to move. We need to get into a new a new era of figuring out how to put curse words into a newspaper. What is wrong with you? It's I, like, I have chills. Um, yes. Yeah, so that's like the history, which is like very obviously made up, um, especially because <laughs> in England, like quite explicitly, like there is more reciprocity between brands and bars and so they can develop partnerships in a way that is illegal in the u.s so it's like also Hmm. very obvious like that was just a brand partnership like what are we talking about like that didn't happen i mean the days when you could just lie about everything and nobody would ever know i mean i mean that is the equivalent to me of like oh my kid teared up when I told him Biden elected and he, <laughs> that's the bartender's equivalent of Ruth Conda forever. It's like, come on. That didn't happen. It really didn't. It really didn't. And the, and the explanation for this gentleman was that like he, from what I read was he was like, yeah, the, um, the well at the bar I was working was next to the coffee machine, the espresso machine. So I just was looking at coffee grounds and it was messy. And I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense as an origin story for a drink. I don't fucking think so. Anyways, um, <clears throat> yeah, but it is uh, a uh, eater uh, reporter, Chris Crowley, recently tweeted that um, he was like, like all things, I, something like, like all trends, whatever, uh, the Australians in Williamsburg have been uh, doing espresso martinis for 
I don't know, longer than the trend. They, he was implying that they were the trend starters of this horrific. It, apparently it is. Trend. I read in GQ there was an oral history of the espresso martini. And that, Jesus. All, and that came out last year, I believe. And um, they were saying it's the number one cocktail in Australia. That is so fucking sick. Of course it is. <laughs> you She's fucking monsters. You fucking monsters know no fuck. There's no depths you won't plumb. I swear <laughs> to God. I mean. You people. Oh, you of fucking people. Of First. Of course. Um, yes, it is true. Um. I think, yeah, for me, the espresso martini is this, like, it is a nostalgia for the 90s in a way that is, like, very funny to me with that. Like, yeah, I, I think it's, like, I think because to me it also is, like, a very downtown New York drink, and, and it's funny to think of it being, like, in other parts of the country at all to me. And I think mm-hmm. like what's funny about it is like, and maybe I'm like putting to projecting too much and, and I'm belying my own insecurities and blah, blah, blah. But it's like this like drunken canal set, ironic anti-vaxxer set, da, 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 da. And like, they're like, yes, I'm nostalgic for the nineties, but not the way that you are. I'm not nostalgic. <laughs> like yeah. I, I hate the Clintons and more than you. And I'm nostalgic for the nineties because like, I want to be more racist and not mm-hmm. because, you know, of any political design or any like, you know, right. normal reason. I don't know. Maybe I'm being... Yeah. No, no, no. I, I get that. I mean, it's also just weird. I mean, it's just weird how things change. Like, perceptions change. Like, I I mean, speaking of myself, like, I'm like, that's a fucking dumbass drink that dumbass people order. And now it's like, I'm like, oh, I mean, I I've ordered one. I'm like, oh, yeah. never in a million fucking years would I have done that. Yes. Before. I know we were texting this morning about um, it would be funny if, like, the the next wave was, like, if Sambuca came in because that's, <laughs> like, a, another, like, after-dinner drink. And if everyone had to, like, pretend to just be like, yum, ooh, mm. get me some Sambuca. But it is – but then I'm like, but – Maybe Sambuca will come in, and then in two years, I'll be like, um, yeah, I've always liked Sambuca. It's so good. It's so It's really tasty. complex, and yeah. And I um, like when alcohol tastes like fire and burns. I like that. And more people should be open to that experience. Yum, yum. In my opinion. Yum, I say. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just think, too, it's like, well, obviously... Here's the thing. Everybody loves sweet coffee drinks. So obviously it's a pretty easy sell, the espresso martini. I don't think we're seeing, we're going to be seeing Midori Sours. (gasps) Someone asked me for a DiSorono. Shut the fuck up. I will not. Someone asked me if I had DiSorono and I was like, no. And he was like, (laughs) yeah, I didn't think you would. And I was like, then why did you ask? What? Why would you ever ask? 
if you can, if it, listen, here's the thing. If you want to do Serono, you need to look at the place you're in, and if it's not on the shelf oh, visible, yeah. they don't have Di Serono, because that's the only place it's going to be is a weird-ass place that's proudly displaying Di Serono. Also, like, you just say, do you have an amaretto? Don't say Di Serono. Don't, don't, don't try to fucking name-check Di Serono But that, me. that, you know, how old was this person, roughly, do you remember? I would say, like, late, late 30s. Mm-hmm, Yeah. I knew it because they they were watching this commercial. When yes, they, when yes, because because that is it. That is burned into a generation's mind. Just a woman whispering Disarono. <laughs> yeah, of and course. like, and you know, and it's like, it's it's like everything the, was the last, brown in that commercial. I remember that. In the last uh, ad campaigns, I feel like it was an end of an era where they were like, just say the name of the thing a million times and tell <laughs> yeah. people and tell people to ask for this thing. That was yes. like the that was the whole campaign, and obviously sex. But it's like, like that and like dentine ice. Like nothing's cooler than Ugh, ice. That yeah. and Di Serono, I'm like, those are like two the left side of my brain and the right side of my brain are ice ice breakers and fucking Di Serono. <laughs> Yes, he so, asked. Actually, this table was so strange. I just have to tell you. So then the other guy at this table was like, "Can I do a penicillin?" I said, "I can. I can do kind of a penicillin." But I was like, "We, we use ginger ale. Like we don't have a ginger." I have syrup. amoxicillin. I have amoxicillin. <laughs> I have amoxicillin. Does that work? Sorry, are Sorry. you allergic to that? Um, <laughs> I said we don't have a ginger syrup, but I was like, we we top it with ginger ale. It's kind of a bastard's penicillin. He said, "Oh, that's fine." Mm. He said, "What scotch do you use?" I said, "We use Dewar's." which is a blend, a blended scotch. He sure. said, oh, what other scotches do you have? Incidentally, we have three other scotches, which is weird. And I said, we have, but they're all like kind of small batch, blah, blah, whatever. I said, we have Longro, we have Kilkeman, and we have Oban, which Oban is mm-hmm. a single malt, like nice scotch. And he was like, I'll do yeah, Oban. Yeah, it's very nice. What? I said, it, but just because obviously because he recognized the name, uh-huh, but uh-huh, then that yeah. was a $20 penicillin because it's $18 a pour for mm-hmm. Oban because you're not supposed to drink it in a cocktail. And he got two of those. Wow. I said, that you, so you boys are having a real night, aren't you? You're really treating yourself to something special. <laughs> you're really, that is so... Sad. Isn't that crazy? I was like, okay, like that sounds also like just that doesn't sound good because no. now the cocktail's all out of balance and mm-hmm. no, just, no respect. These people have no respect. Now this was a this was a exactly. real Rodney moment. Bringing it, bringing it back, bringing it back. Oh my God. Yeah. I remember those days of like, like, oh yeah, I want this tequila that is, I want a really good tequila. And then can you put it in a Paloma? I'm like, yeah. Can I get the 99 monkeys gin in a Tom Collins? What is that gin called? You know what I'm talking about? No, I really don't. What are you (laughs) talking about? I think there's a gin called 99 monkeys. (laughs) That's like a nice gin called 99 monkeys. (laughs) You know what? I don't swear by it. I look, you could be completely right. I don't own. There's a gin like, that involves a monkey <laughs> and possibly there are 99 of them. No, that can't be real, Kelly. <laughs> you want me to Google it? Nine, I'm going to Google 99 monkey to see what comes up and it better not be something. It might bad. be. 
it better not be something bad. I direct you to a porn. Okay, it does. Yeah, I don't know what I was. Um, okay, there's 99th Monkey, a natural crunchy peanut butter. No. And 99 no. Monkey's home, and it says who we are. <laughs> It says, we help your brand to become, to be known, okay. to be liked and trusted. We are I, 99 Monkeys Branding Company. Okay, I will find out what I'm talking about. I will Grass find out. or something? No! <laughs> Is it, you're sure it's a number and sort of a primate? No, but I know there's a primate involved. <laughs> I do have, I have to go Gorilla Glue. <laughs> I have to go pee, keep Googling, I'll be right back. No, that's, Okay. <laughs> Yes. Are you? I want you to get settled before I tell you the answer. Okay. Are you good? You're all settled okay. and it's not... You're not comfortable? I'm comfortable. Okay. Should I close right, my so, eyes? <laughs> yeah, if you really want the full experience. Uh, so the spirit you were thinking of is called Monkey 47. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was it not far like off. I mean, surprisingly, no, but just enough to uh, inspire me to ridicule you. Um, so I love you. I know, you're used to it. Um, <clears throat> okay, so yes, uh, say, for example, someone orders a Tom Collins with Monkey 47 <laughs> with it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so sorry, else? just to get back to the premise of the joke, someone ordered the, the Tom Collins. Yeah, I wanted everyone to see it kind of in its in its full bloom. Um what else do we have to say about the espresso martini? I mean, I, I had the um, Kahlua in a can one. It was good. Oh, interesting. It's pretty good. But it's very low ABV is the surprising thing about that. Is like, it is like, I think, because there must be, you know, laws, whatever. I think it was like six and a half percent or something, which I was like, oh, I'm can. drinking yeah. an espresso martini to get effed the hell up. Yeah. That's, that's a chaos it. drink. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want it to be hard seltzer level. I want it to be, yeah. You know, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think everyone was so excited for like a dumb bitch trend to come back so they could write about it because we had all the dumb bitch stuff during the pandemic, and then it was like, you know, we didn't have any dumb thing to write about. You know, we didn't have the the fluffy coffee. You know what I mean? Yes, I will say I think that part of it also was like every um, like trend piece. And now we're back to it where they're like, why is everyone watching The Sopranos? It's because they're depressed. Um, <laughs> every trend piece from March 2020 to June 2021 was like, why are people doing this? It's because they're depressed. It's because they're in grief. It's because of X, Y, and Z. And then it was like, finally something joyful. It was like, people mm. want to stay out later and they want to kiss their mm, friends yeah. and they're having, and now we're back to, now it's October and we're back to, you're fucking depressed. Anything you do is because of that. Don't try to experience joy. One second Which, of life. Yeah. I'm taking notes. I'm doing that. Don't worry. <laughs> well, you enrolled in grad school. I knew, I knew that that was my future. Um... Um, yeah, it didn't, didn't, you can't quite understand the, the full reality though, until you are in it, um, all up in it, so <laughs> to speak, as they say, as they say, boom, as they say boom, here boom. at the University of Oregon, um, 
Anyways, um, the amount of manic emails I've sent to people I barely know is shocking. It's, I should be kicked out of school. No. that alone. That is yeah. what email is for. That's why they... Look, having to learn email protocol for the first time in my life is um, horrible. It's really, it's really fucking bad. I didn't realize how much everybody emailed and um, sort of, I've, I, the, the, I say full decade, I've put proficient in Microsoft Suite on my resume and now having to sort of answer for those years of lies. Um, I'm getting what I deserve and I would ask that whatever God is sort of in control, say she's had enough. She's learned her lesson. We don't need to say, how about you look at this spreadsheet one more time? I don't need that. I, I get it. I lied. I lied. I lied. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm watching tutorials on YouTube about Microsoft Teams. Are you happy? Are you happy? It's Are you a vengeful so, God? It's so fucked up. When you have to be emailing and in the spreadsheets, it's so fucked up. Dude, I can't believe it. I was like, okay, so I don't actually want a job. I get, I, I, I don't, yeah, I, can't, I, understand I can't do this. I, I can't know, do this. I know. And then people, yeah, it's hard. Like a, a, a good number of my friends from the service industry are in school right now, including you and, and others. And, and I feel like there is this sort of like understanding of like, okay, yeah, like, the COVID kind of like exposed that we don't want to be. And I was like, no, COVID exposed me to the fact that I don't want a fucking sit down job. I I'll, I'll ride or die with the bar. Yeah. We'll see what happens out on the other end of this. But right now I'm like, well, I don't want to do anything related to, uh, being an academic or working in the admin side of, uh, my field. So, so like I've already kind of, interesting. kind of slashed both ends of that future uh, apart. So what what does that lead what's me? What's next? You know, what's next for me? It's week two of school. <laughs> Unsure. Unsure. Unsure of that. <laughs> um, but um, I will say, and I don't want to blow up a spot too much, but um, one of uh, our dear listeners lives here in this in this town I moved to and has been very extremely hospitable and so nice and it's such a potentially insane thing to do to meet up with in in that relationship you know it's like it could be weird for either party you know what I mean and it was so nice and he was so normal that I was like wow I can't believe one of our listeners is normal one of our listeners is normal and being like a socially yeah so anyways but um that was that's been a very nice uh, part one, a listener to this podcast and a listener of my other podcast, who's also been very welcoming. So I, it's like such a cool, lucky thing. I can't, it's like kind of shocking, but, um, but our listener was showing me to some of the cool spots in, in my town. So very nice, very nice to have the FOH community keeps on giving, you know? Yeah. We love you guys so much. We really do. Um, we wouldn't keep doing this. I wouldn't keep doing this. True considering um if you weren't so um yeah we'll figure out some patreon stuff we should do a spooky culture club that would be fun we could watch think of a good one that's like maybe service related i'm like is there a diner movie where everybody dies or something i don't know we can figure it out or we could write it (gasps) radio play (gasps) 
Great, we're doing a radio play. I definitely have time to do that. So let's <laughs> go ahead and start. One time, that. Lillian and I, early in this podcast, we did have to write a script. Like someone commissioned a script for us, and I was like, "Oh, I'll, I'll, th- I'll throw together a script." Obviously, no experience. And Lillian was like, "I don't under. Are you on drugs?" She was like, "I don't understand <laughs> what this is." <laughs> but I wasn't, folks. What I was what, dead what? sober. You just sent me like for... a block of text or something. No, no, I remember why yeah. we did it. But it was but... just like something about like it was a scene of us like on the beach and we were like talking about like <laughs> nutcrackers or something. I don't remember that at all. That was you had like a concept. Like I had like it was too high concept, and you were like, "What's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Well, I, I want to go revisit that. We'll bring that out of the vault for our paying uh, our paying patrons. Um, God, I wonder if which, I still by the have way, that. I haven't even. Sure I, I hand wrote it at first, so oh it my. is in a notebook somewhere. Wow. Well, I'm sure it's a shared Google Doc in the <laughs> in the file in the file cabinet. Um, well, everyone, uh, thanks so much for listening. Please review, rate, and subscribe. Become a patron if you'd like. There's $1, $5, $10. We're doing interviews. We're writing newsletters. We're working hard for you 24 hours a day. Absolutely true. I'm taking more speed than ever before. So get ready. Um, and uh, we're so happy to be back. Love you guys. Love you. Goodbye. Bye-bye.